I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. I always miss that, that last week. <laughs> Guys, welcome to Station 19 After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. I'm one of your hosts, Linda Antwi, and you know what? This is why I do not camp unless I'm in a cabin. Welcome, guys, and my co-host. Hello, everybody. It's going to be a good episode. We have so much to talk about. I cannot wait. And this whole Jack um, and Andy situation, mm, can't wait to discuss it. I'm over it already. Nope, no, I'm here for it. But guys, guess what? We have a special guest in studio tonight, lovely Carol. And if you guys... Recognize her. She was on last week's episode, and she was the reporter. Now, I'm going to give you a little bit of a side eye here, but that broke open that homeless camp. So, it wasn't like they were trying to, like, do the good stuff. They are like... There's a homeless camp here, and you got to be out of here. Welcome. Thank you so much. Thank I am so excited to be here. We're really happy this to have awesome. you. awesome. So, overall thoughts high of this week's episode? You know, it the bear thing, I didn't know what to think of that. The whole ripping off the nose, that part was interesting. But this whole rekindling of this Andy Jack situation was the highlight for me. I'm very excited about it. You know, Maya has moved on already. She's okay. So I'm happy my girl Andy, who's my girl this week. Sometimes she's not. She's my girl this week. She's got a little a little uh, comforting from an old friend. I feel like we have a rift going on because I've definitely been team... Um, Maya, mm-hmm. and you've been Team Andy, so it's like, <laughs> okay, what's going on here? My overall thoughts, um, first of all, this is why I camp in a cabin. I know I said that already, <laughs> but I just want to make sure that you guys all understand that this is why I do that, because, you know, bears, no bueno, but I learned something about black bears versus brown bears, which was super interesting. Yeah. We have to look into that a little bit more. Um but I'm not for the Andy and Jack thing. Like, are we back in season one? Because did we all forget about what happened and how Andy really, really feels? And just because two people are lonely and broken don't mean they should be together. <laughs> I mean, it removed him from Vasquez's wife, which is a positive thing. And now that Ryan's no longer here, you know, she needs someone. Lonely and broken. <laughs> just saying. Uh, let's jump into it, though. Let's get into a little bit of Pruitt and Maya. So Maya, we see her from the get-go doing the drills, hasn't changed anything. We haven't learned anything about her quite yet. But then in the flashbacks, we learn about it. So she's taking a timeout, and Pruitt just happens to be there. Pruitt is like Ryan. Doesn't work, is the only dude that's like around. Mm -hmm. I love it, though. I love it. He's around to support his family. What did you think of that whole thing and his idea of of Maya taking them camping? I thought it was really sweet. He's retired, you know. He's officially retired, right? Yeah. Okay. No, but he worked in the episode like two episodes ago remember he was he was in the ambulance yeah Yeah. so I don't know if he's still working but the fact that he intuitively knew that something was wrong with her and that he wanted to kind of help her like he would help his own daughter I thought that was really sweet yeah I mean I don't know if his advice is always necessarily the best advice let's look at the fact that he made his daughter not get a promotion because he thought she wasn't ready Right. So and look at this. He's like, take them camping. And all of a sudden there's a big bear and people get injured. But But he's looking out for like he always has his advice is filled with because it's going to benefit him at some point. So Mm. that's he's always looking out for himself, I guess. Now we know where his daughter gets it from. Right. Mm. Facts. Uh, Dean, (laughs) 
So we see Dean cooking, and he doesn't think he's going camping because he wants to cater to JJ, mm-hmm. who's 1,000% pregnant. Uh, she decides that she's taking a prenatal day. And what we see in that relationship is that they don't know anything about each other right. and how he's feeling a little bit insecure about his situation and becoming a new dad and all of that. What did you think of that? Dean, you know, it's like he's nesting. You know, he he's trying to take care of JJ. She's come back into his life and caused a ruckus. But he's really adapting to it in this, such a short amount of time. Um, Lovely, can you tell me what it was like? Did you meet him on set? Did you see, did you see my boyfriend? Did you interact with him a little bit? I, Dean? Yeah. No. Damn. I didn't. It's okay. We'll, we'll discuss. He wasn't on my day. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. I'm that's sorry. That's, that, well, you'll I be able to requested give, him had I known, though. That's all right. That's all right. Now we know, <laughs> and you'll be able to give us some more inside scoop about your experiences yes. on set. Yeah. Oh, yes. But, you know, Dean, I, he's he's being really good to her. Other guys, I think they would have been rude to this woman mm. showing up on their, on their doorstep with a baby. But he's being really sweet, especially with this whole proposal. Hello. Yeah, the proposal was unnecessary. But I think that, you know, Dean was raised right, so he's trying to do the right thing all the time. Um, but do you but think I, he low-key loves her? I think that he wants to do the right thing. Okay. And I think that because when he said, oh, you know why I want Cheetos, he realized, you know what, I am jumping the gun a little bit. I'm just trying to do the right thing. Like, if you're here, you're living with me, I'm about to be a dad, then the right thing to do is to propose and get married. It's not necessarily what he wants. I think he kind of has feelings for her because he was jealous and worried that she possibly went to see someone else as opposed to going camping with him. So I think the feelings are still there a little bit. Mm, Maybe. Tell us a little bit, Lovely, about Mm. your experience on set, what that was like. Um, so this is the, my third Shondaland show, and uh, I have to say, they're just so precise. They just have it down to a T, and so um, it was just a great, it was a great day, you know? We just shot one day, but it was um, super windy, actually. We shot um, downtown, and uh, they they fleshed out this warehouse building and made it this really, I mean, not that they needed to, because there's so much homeless downtown Mm -hmm. so it was almost like you could just turn the corner and be in a real one but Mm -hmm. um they really made a really nice set for us and um it was uh me gray and jason and then the little girl who played lily so cute oh she was so cute her and i talked a little bit off of the um offset and just so it's so cool to see younger actors you know Mm -hmm. and to see their perspective and um their viewpoints because they're just taking so much in. And sometimes I have to remind myself to be a child, you know? Yeah, like, to be in that moment. To be in that moment, right, right. So, yeah, it was a really All right, good so you've done Station 19. Yes. You've done Grays. Yes. And what was the third one? How to Get Away with Murder. So she's like a crossover expert on Queen the over here, I mean, yeah. Shondaland, is she, well, she, she loves me. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> Three shows. <laughs> yes, yes. You can be cast in her next project. Right. Okay. You'll be the lead. Oh, I have yes. a question. So, yeah. How long did it take from the point? Like, did you have being that you'd worked with them before? Mm-hmm. Did you have to audition again? Yes, okay. yes. So, totally same procedure. Um, and actually, they were a few years apart. I think I did Grey's. It was twenty fourteen. Um, How to Get Away with Murder was twenty sixteen, and then this was twenty nineteen. I love that. And then you talked about you filmed it quite a while ago, which I thought was interesting, back in yeah, September. Yeah, and we're just September. seeing it now. Wow. So. Mm-hmm. 
So okay, that's so the, the turnaround time it takes a couple of months right. after you shoot. Nice. Yeah, yeah, makes sense because they make us wait to watch the show <laughs> forever. Shonda, um, let's move on a little bit and talk about uh, Garcia introducing Eva to the team. Did mm. you feel like he already knew when he was introducing her at the station that there was something going on with her and Jack? Like he deliberately brought her there. Yeah, because I, I got an inkling of that. I think you know Rodrigo knows something is going on. You know, a man knows his wife and he knows that when she's not doing right and she may have a history of this because she's very comfortable in this position and when she climbed into his tent in the woods Mm-mm-mm. with her husband in the <laughs> tent beside her uh, i was like you should just slap her because this is outrageous she's bold she's definitely bold and again i think her husband may have done something to trigger this type of behavior in her so i'm i'm not you know just putting all the blame on her just yet i, I feel like he did something to to make her this way mm. wayward woman mm. Mm. <laughs> I don't know about that. Can someone actually make you cheat? I don't know. Those are deep thoughts. Uh, I Those mean, are deep thoughts. You know, <laughs> really I, he, deep he, thoughts. I think he sparked something. Also, don't forget, we're in the live chat. If you guys, you know, watch tonight's episode, let us know what your thoughts are. Absolutely. Uh, let's talk about Maya texting her dad for inspiration for this whole camping trip and his response to her, how he's just really like, you're the captain, so... Work it out. Mm. This dad, um, I don't like him. I mean, I understand that's her dad. She's close. He motivated her. And it shows you how we all have a backstory and that we all basically end up being like our parents or mm-hmm. how they, you know, a result of how they raised us. But um, I don't like the dad at all. I completely understand Maya now, though. Yeah. Now that we have her backstory. So with the five different flashbacks, we see how it was all about competition and not friendship which which explains her relationship with Andy Mm -hmm. and then it was her almost coming out in that moment with her best friend and then having to pull away uh, because her dad's like no you're just gonna focus on moving forward being an athlete and being the best we see them at that dinner table where he's mad at her because she actually took a moment to be human and help her friend because she thought her friend was hurt especially someone that she thought she was like falling in love with had a crush on Um, and and the dad is passive aggressive and almost abusive in that situation Very where so. he's ignoring her and then he doesn't allow her to eat, which I think is like a whole crazy thing. Like you can't have the starch there. You can have the carbs. Mm. Like stop it right now. Right. And then throws the potatoes against the wall like a crazy person. Right. Right. Like, And then the mama, she looks like she's like an abused wife because the, she said nothing. Yeah. And then the little brother, he's like all like, I don't know. That It was just a very weird family dynamic. Yeah. And we learned about the brother uh, back in season one. And what I thought was interesting about that is you remember that the brother is a drug addict. Yes. And, and, home, and homeless. Yeah. And so... That whole thing is now starting to make sense. So overall, you know, she's definitely a product of her dictator mm-hmm. father, mm-hmm. Um, which kind of explains who she is right now. Yeah. When you did you mm. have to go to a table read for your episode? No, we did not do a table read for this one. Um, yeah, it was quick. It was in and out. Um, yeah. Did you get to see any scripts like for like? that would give us any clues about what's coming up next. She's like, digging for inside yes. scoop. Did you, what did you see? Where did people put their glasses? <laughs> Tell me everything. Um, they sent me all of season four. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, they didn't. They're very hush-hush. They have it on lock. I mean, how many Shonda shows do we have now? It's just like they know exactly what to give, yeah. a little bit what you need to know, maybe a little bit extra, and then that's it. Damn. 
Yeah. I know. What was yeah. your favorite part about being on set that day? Oh, man. You know, I'm just somebody that lives for experiences. Mm-hmm. Like, um, short little backstory. I was adopted. So, you know, my life has been just a world full of blessings. Mm. So the experience of being there, being working, you know, having that opportunity, that's that's what I live for. Beautiful. And the episode. That episode, yeah. yeah the, the having the foster kids. Yeah. I know. I, the bio kids. Yeah. That's like a whole. Yes, and look at that. It, yeah. In the, the beginning the right when they opened that, I was just like, the, with the foster kids, um, it was, I was like, wow, this is my life. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, so. Beautiful. That's super special. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about, we've talked about it a little bit, but let's talk about it some more. Andy and Jack. Yes. <laughs> okay, so we learned so much in this episode. So we've learned that Andy has moved out of the house. Mm-hmm. We've also know that Jack, who was living with Dean, has now moved out of Dean's place. Right. And now they're living together, which mm-hmm. we knew that they were going to do because that was their big plan for last episode. Are you here for Andy and Jack? <laughs> You know, I may not have been very clear before, but yes, I am here for this. I know <laughs> it is messy, but just, you know, it's not like she's hurting Ryan anymore because R.I.P. Ryan. Maya did her dirty and was sleeping with Jack. So, oh, well, you get what you, you know, you reap what you sow. And then Andy, she's had such a difficult time. She's, you know, she doesn't even know her dad is dying of cancer right now. Her ex-boyfriend died. You know, she didn't get the promotion. Let the girl have a little peace or mm. get a piece. Mm. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm not for it. I'm not for it because I I mean I'm for it in Shonda Land because I know that it's gonna be great drama, but I'm not for it is because it's gonna be great drama. I don't think that Maya is absolutely over him. I think that as we saw with the flashbacks, that she's not great with relationships and she tends to push people away, which we saw not only with Jack, but also with Dr. DeLuca at the very end, how mm-hmm. she was like, No. Okay, but maybe. Yes. Right? So I think that that's going to be a situation that happens. And I think that, again, and we called this and we talked about this last episode, but I think there's going to be a crazy triangle. Andy and Maya and Jack. And then we have Eva over here with Vasquez, Rico Vasquez. It's going to be a hot mess. And that station, 19... Like, fire, it's about to be fire. And, you know, the element I didn't think about was the fact that now Maya can't just walk away from Jack. She can actually fire him now. Absolutely. So it makes it the stakes even higher now. Absolutely. All right. I was trying to avoid this, but I guess I can't avoid it for too much longer. Ben and Sullivan. First of all, Sullivan, you're now going to almost be an addict. No, he is Do you know how fentanyl is? I mean, Google it. Fentanyl is the most addictive drug that there is out there. You can't just pop a fentanyl and be like, oh, I'm good. As we could see with this episode when you were falling asleep and then like we're slurring your words and Ben's looking at you like, are you good? Um, And then now you're a thief as well. Done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm very disappointed in him. This whole high on life situation, not going out on calls because you're high on drugs. Like, get yourself together, Sullivan. I expected more from you. This whole, you know, I'm already annoyed with him crying about the pain all the time. But because I I still don't understand what this this illness he has is. I'm not very familiar with it. But it just also sounds like this made up thing. But I'm sure people have it. And I apologize if they really do. But the way he's I'm just so used to him being so strong. So to see him like fall down in pain, I'm like, what is wrong with you? But here's the thing. 
go and get the surgery. Oh, look, no more pain. Right. So you would rather not be honest and not get the surgery so that you're out for maybe, I don't know, let's just randomly say three to six weeks. Right. And be all on board back to your chief job and be good. You would rather steal drugs, take drugs, be hooked on drugs, and then get caught because, you know, Ben was a doctor, and when he called for the fentanyl for the dude that lost his nose, Mm -hmm. you know he's going to have to, after every, I even know this, and I'm not a paramedic, but you know what? Guess what? Every time you use a drug in the ambulance, you have to then account for it. So he's going to say, oh, there was 25, Mm -hmm. and now... Minus the two, minus the one. Where are the other two? Yep. And that um, we have some news mm. and gossip spoilers in our news and gossip segment about that. So Done. stay tuned. Done, Sullivan. I'm so disappointed. Disappointed. In you. Disappointed. Uh, let's talk about Vic and Avery real quick. <sighs> he's a hottie. Did you ever get to meet him? Yeah, did you see him? I didn't. Damn. Oh, he's hot too. <laughs> um, so Vic brings what I like that she said her man on this camping mm. trip, which you know happened to be perfect timing since we needed a doctor in the house. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of that relationship and what do you think of this constant crossover every week? I love it personally. I'm enjoying this whole crossover thing because I have been a Grey's fan for many years so I continue to watch so it, it, it works for me. Um, I feel sorry for the people that have not been watching and mm. don't know what's going on but guys you need to catch up. This whole Vic um, what's his name? Avery. Avery relationships. You know, Avery, I'm still he's I'm still on the fence with this whole relationship. I still, you know, wor- I'm worried about our girl Maggie and Grace. But also they're moving along very quickly and he always has googly eyes. Anything that she does, of course she hit him with the song, started singing at the campground with my boy Dean and I, he was like googly eyed again. I was like, damn. She's like, God. And then she was all strong lifting up the, 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 the guy uh, Scott out of the, the, the campground. So it's like, darn. He's like falling even more and more in love with her every week. So, so I'm sorry. They kind of a nice, pure love, but you're here for Andy and Jack's broken love? Pure? Like, she's what a are rebound. You talking about? This is a rebound that's turning out well. Stop it. Yes. Stop it. Serious. Yes, they went that's- to dinner last week at his mama's house, but still. I'm just, I'm just not, I have not accepted this yet. Clearly. <laughs> Go ahead and be in the comments, guys. Let us know what you think of these new love stories. Because... We're clearly on an agreement here. <laughs> uh, what did you think of Andy's attitude uh, with the pine cone exercise? And how I thought that was a great thing. Like, you know what? This is something nice about you, I'm going to say. And you mm-hmm. pass the pine cone a lot, along. And instead, she says, I'm glad that these pine cones basically burn well and throws them throws it into the fire. Mm. Andy's still in pain. So she was a little salty and she wasn't being very nice but I mean she did you know stare down a bear so we've got to give her that let's talk about that bear attack so there's a bear attack uh, and we met that couple earlier with Scott and Rachel and we hear the screams Scott's nose gets uh, taken off and all that and all the firefighters really just came to aid and they all kind of knew their spots but what I thought was interesting was that Andy knew exactly what to do between the black bear and brown bear because I definitely would not have known neither would I all I know is that you're supposed to like lay down and play dead did you know there was a difference no so with a black bear you're supposed to like get bigger and like small movements and tell them that hey this I'm you know here I am as in to like overpower Whoa. them and, and also to not to scare them. But with brown bears, you're supposed to lay down and play dead. Who knew? 
Station 19, teaching us things every week. Wow. For real, for real. I really didn't <laughs> know Now you know. That is... That's going to be in the back of your head when you go camping now. Well, we live in California. I mean, that's really helpful advice, I feel like. Thank you. It better you. be true. That's all I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm going to say I learned it on Station 19, Shonda. Just saying. Um, okay, so yeah. So she, what I thought was also interesting in the situation was that Maya took charge. Oh, excuse me. Andy took charge and Maya didn't take charge. She took charge of running with the nose. Her her athletic background did come in handy. It then. did come in handy there, but in that whole situation, I thought it was interesting that Andy was the one that knew what to do and had that knowledge. Mm-hmm. Like overall, like well done, Andy. Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Uh, We see that uh, Pruitt apologizes to her in the van. Yes. For calling her a slut and all the other stuff. But he still doesn't manage to tell her that, hey, you know, I'm dying. But he does have that special moment with Travis. What did you think of that? I think it was his, you know how when you go, you pass, people pass and you say, damn, I wish I had an opportunity to tell them this before I, you know, they died. I think this was him trying to just like make amends with his daughter before he, because he knows the clock is ticking. So, Mm -hmm. but I appreciate um, him saying that to her. And it it, it also shows the power of an apology. Oh, yeah. she, you know, you. It's easy to hold on to anger, but he he may not have said it when she expected it or where she expected it. But he said it, and it. You could see her being diffused, and oh, and then therefore asking him, "Hey, like, didn't you? Is there something you wanted to talk to me about?" Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I think that real quick, Jack and Andy at Joe's. Thank God, Joe's is back up and running after the accident mm. from two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jack and Andy, we know, get it on. And then we see that Maya may have a new love interest with Dr. DeLuca. Mm-hmm. Love is in the air. I know. Mm. I know. Um, we have someone in the live chat, Toes Girl. She said, I don't like the cheating wife. It seems like a game to be to her. Um, but she said she's here for Jackson and Vic, and she thinks they fit well together. Thank Ooh. you. And she Thank said, you. But she also says, I also like Andy and Jack. They have been connected since the beginning. Remember the skyscraper. Thank you, Toes Girls. Appreciate uh, you. Toes Girls, <laughs> just remember, you, you're not supposed to go backward. If it didn't work out in the previous relationship there's a reason new beginnings and this is not new this is brokenness it's a, it's a clean slate <laughs> let's talk uh to love a little bit about what yes. she's been up to and her little background and all of that so i know that you stay busy i do i try and you have a play coming up that's what 27 cities national tour yes. uh it's called seven yes talk to us a little bit about that seven so um la theater works um they are doing a national tour of a play called Seven, a documentary play, and um, it is the first national tour of this play. Um, it's actually been performed in um, over like 30 different cities around the wow. world, wow. and it's been translated into 27 different languages, wow. um, performed everywhere, and so this is the L.A. Um, national tour of it, and yeah, we're in our second leg. 
Uh, so we did uh, a tour last fall, and then broke for the holidays, and then now we're back, and we leave tomorrow morning. Oh wow! At nine thirty. Well, thanks for being out late with us. Oh, <laughs> I had nothing else to do. So. <laughs> what is what character do you play in this uh, seven? Um, her name is Mukhtar Mai. So it's seven women um, that we are all portraying. We'll real-life women. Actually, one of them has passed since the play came out in 2008. Um, Inez McCormick, she's the Northern Irish woman. She is unfortunately deceased, but I play Mukhtar Mai. She is from Pakistan. Um, And she, if you remember, back in 2002, she made international news because she had uh, been gang-raped. And um, it was an honor... Uh, revenge on her family in this small little village in Pakistan Mm. and she brought her attackers to justice and won in court and it was the first time that had ever happened and um, it unfortunately very rarely does it ever happen now uh, following but um, she won and uh, so these seven playwrights they merged together they took all of these women's stories merged formed seven the play and that is what we're doing. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. you always take on lighthearted roles, I see. Always. From reporter <laughs> to Mukhtar. It's, uh, yeah, it's a big melting pot of fun. Actually, no, I, I, I know that sounds sarcastic, but I really enjoy what I do. And so it's, um, it's, a, it's a really fun change, you know, being on Station 19 and doing other Shonda shows and then, um, you know, j- jumping from film. And I just I shot a few films last year, too, that are coming out now and um, all lighthearted stuff. One was a horror film. Um, but now doing something like this, it's it's cool to be able to transition and do all different types of things. Right. So if people want to see if your play is coming to their city, they can go to LATW.org. That's right. Awesome. And where can they find you online if they want to follow your journey? Um, you guys can find me at Lovely Carol, L-O-V-L-E-E-C-A-R-R-O-L-L, uh, on Instagram. And then I also have a Facebook fan page. Um, so, yeah. Or IMDb. I'm on there, too. Cool. Awesome. Cool, cool, cool. Love it. Well, you stay busy. Thank you so much you guys, for joining thank us. You. This is so, so fun. Thank I you. really have my Station 19 fix now. Yes. I got caught up. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. I have one more question about um, the process real quick. Uh you said you do film, you do, you've done television, you yeah. do theater. Do you have to change your technique for each medium? Or is it or the kind of like, I'm, an, I'm a trained actor, I know what to do. You kind of just, you know, use the same That's kind a really of great question. muscles. Um, I think, yeah, I think it's um, the muscles definitely kind of flex and change depending on the role. And I think that really dictates how I go about the process of, of how I approach each role. And um, some some characters, I do a lot of dialect work, especially in this play, actually. I do five different dialects. Um, and so with that, it's, it's more intellectual. Um, whereas when I did the horror film last year, it's called Await the Dawn, coming out. Right. Um, <laughs> I played um, a demon. And so it wasn't really until I got into the costume that allowed me to feel that character, okay. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Thank I love that you. question. Thank you. Thank that. you. Because I like the, to hear the process of oh, how yeah. you get it, you know, do your work. So Yeah. I love it. Let's Thank move on you. to some news and gossip. Yes. So hi with the news and gossip. So, 
Yes. So our girl Danielle, aka Maya, did a takeover today on the Station 19 Instagram, and I pulled some pictures from it. So this is the first slide is Maya, uh, or I'll call her Maya. That's how I know her. Uh, <laughs> just uh, opening up people to the Instagram um, that takeover that she did today, and then we have uh, some other photos. This is her getting into character for, I guess, the youth transformation. Now, to me, she already looks super youthful. So the fact that they had to use like special effects makeup on her I thought that was really interesting because she just naturally looks younger or very young and youthful anyway I mean I thought they just threw on like some prosthetic braces so we have another photo this is her saying to <laughs> what she thinks how everyone's reaction would be to her suggestion suggesting that they go on camping which I thought was funny <laughs> making a face let me read you the caption it says uh this is my interpretation of everyone else when hashtag Maya Bishop tries to be quote unquote fun on this camping trip, which was super cute. <laughs> and then we have another photo of young Maya and her study crush? buddy slash first crush, which I thought was super cute. Mm-hmm. I lo- always love behind the scenes photos. And then we have another photo of the director kind of um, just talking to she and the other um actor about just the role and how to, and the scene you have and a question the, right here sorry to cut you off but mm-hmm. is was the actress actor was she young or was she also in character like maya how like how old was she yeah. i don't know how old she was but i did write down her name nita cursed hmm. and i apologize if i said that incorrectly but um i i'm not sure how old she was but again it's like Remember, you know, people look super young anyway, so mm-hmm. they can play young. Like, how, how, mm-hmm. what's the youngest role you've ever played? Like, have you ever played a teenager? Oh, yeah. 18, actually. I did a play last year and I played 18. Yeah, look at that. that. You see? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You see? Yeah. And then we have some uh, scoop about next week's episode. Yeah. So, this is a bit of a spoiler alert for you guys. Our friends over at, um, let me tell you, Broadway World mm. had some details about next week's episode, which is called Satellite of Love. So Ben readies the physician response team. So we know that Ben got you know his wish to get this new team started. Um, but then he also is still suspicious about Sullivan and this missing fentanyl. And then Jack and Rico try to look past their differences, is what they say. So they're going to, they already have tension, but we're going to f- see, I guess, them try to work it out next week. But is that the right thing to do at this time? I don't know. I think Rico finds out that Jack is cheating with his wife, and that's going to be the tension. But this says, you know, they're working it out, so we'll see what happens. Um, and then there's going to be a mysterious gas station fire, and then Dean and JJ try to work through their different parenting styles, and we saw that JJ's going to have the baby, <laughs> and we saw Maya helping her. Like, of course, Station 19 couldn't have the baby at Gray's. No, she had to have the baby what, in the fire station? Like, what? <laughs> uh, so it's going to be a great episode. And then um, it's Says Travis meets someone new. Someone in our comments last week said, you know, what's going on with Travis's storyline? So he's going to meet someone new. So that's going to be exciting. He does. It's time for him. And I want to give a quick shout out to everyone that commented on last week's episode. Crystal Sims, Joshua Washington, Gemini 3, uh, Toes Girls again, the Queen of Regal, Michelle Fitzgerald, 
and Paola Ortega. Thank you Love guys it. so much. Love it. Uh, we do a little fun segment called Fire Facts now, where we get to learn a little something like we learned about the black bear and the brown bear. Mm. Uh, so, Fire Facts, and I'm actually going to make it a little interactive for you guys. You can say whether you think it's like Fire true or not true, whether we should do it or we should not do it. Uh, first, did you know or do you think that you can start a fire with ice? Lovely, I'll have you go. <laughs> looking to her for help. Um, I would say that's a very interesting question. So I'm gonna say that I didn't know it, but I'm probably wrong. You can start a fire with ice. Okay. So yes, interesting. Which is interesting. Dry and ice or regular ice? Just regular ice. Regular and what ice. they want you guys to do is to uh, get a candle. And put it on a spoon and ice over top and see what happens. I'm not saying you should do it, but you should. You could try it if you wanted. Uh, I want to talk about smoke detectors, fire safety, and all of that. Um, do you think that having one smoke detector so high in the house is enough? No, you should have one in every room. You should have one in every room, exactly. Mm-hmm. And you should especially have one... Outside of sleeping areas, mm. they say. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. And how often do you think that you should test your smoke detectors? Every okay. six months. They say that you should actually test them monthly, Ooh. and the batteries should be replaced twice a year. Um, I feel like we're great. all overdue on we that. Are. One. So, <laughs> so here's what they say. You know, every time you have to change your clock, so fall behind, yes. spring yeah. ahead, yeah. that's when you should also be changing your batteries Look in your that. smoke detectors. Okay. okay. So you can add that to the repertoire. Um, they say that you should encourage children to help uh, test the smoke detectors so they know what that alarm sounds like. Because anytime there's usually an alarm, it's something that's supposed to be scary and that you should get away, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, we're going to move on to fire extinguishers. Should you have in your regular house a fire extinguisher like you have at uh, businesses? Yes. Yes. And do you think that you need a f- more than one fire extinguisher in your house? I would say so. Unless you have a studio. <laughs> Word. Okay. <laughs> Truth. <laughs> uh, you should have a fire extinguisher anywhere that can create fire. So by the furnace, by a garage, uh, in your living room, in your kitchen, all of those places. But like you said, if you have a studio, you know, maybe I'll put one on the outdoor terrace. Okay. Okay. (laughs) AKA window. (laughs) Okay, so here's the other thing. If you have a fire extinguisher in your house, do you know how to use it? I do not. I've never used one. You? I felt like the fire crackling just got really low. <laughs> the answer right now. You went from a high I to a really low. I really feel like the fire just the pressure like, is on. Really? Um, no, I don't. Okay. Same. So you? I don't know how to use it either. Okay. And okay. so they say that you should make sure that every able-bodied member of your family or your household is trained and familiar with the proper way to use fire extinguishers. Okay. Good. Um. And last but not least, if you must use a fire extinguisher, <laughs> make sure you have a clear way out in the event that you can't put out the fire. Okay. Guys, those are your fire facts for this week. Mm. If you have a fire fact, definitely make sure that you hit us up in the comments. Uh, let's go 
straight into our predictions. Now, I know you gave us a few. Your After Buzz TV predictions. And I have a little update. Our um, actress that was Maya's best friend is actually 29 years old. See? So. Look at that. Look at that. Teenagers. Teenagers. Adults. Good genes. You know, collagen. Mm, Yep. Drinking water. Mm Moisturized. Yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um... I'm my predictions for next week. You know, I hope to see more of Jack and Andy getting hot and heavy anywhere they can back in the station. What else? Normally, I don't like that, but these two, I like it. <laughs> um, I don't want Jack to get in trouble. I know he was wrong. I'm blaming the wife, uh, his, his his co-worker's wife more on this one, Rodrigo's wife, because but he did, he always, she just would test him and he just always would take her back. That's not, he's a kind guy guys, you know, it's, he's he's a little weak right now, so, but this whole I'm, you know, and then I do feel a little bad for Maya. She She's why do you think she feel, like, what was her vibe? Like, at the end of the episode, she was like sad and she's sad that her besties were ignoring her at the bar. I know, but she, and then she's just trying to work hard. I know, but I feel a little bad for her. But she, she, you know, she brought this on herself. And then, um, you know, uh, Maya's uh, Andy's dad. I just um, this whole cancer thing. I hope he just doesn't just like drop dead one episode. We I need a build up for this because it's still sad that he's he's every time he says I'm dying, it like breaks my heart. Mm. He's been dying since episode one or season one though. I know, but now it's really gonna. Is it? Maybe. (laughs) Hopefully they find a cure. Okay, so I only have one major prediction, and it's major, guys. So, Mm -hmm. uh, I... Jeannie, is that her name? JJ? The Mm -hmm. actress? JJ, Uh uh-huh. I don't see her as a series regular. On oh, Brenda IMC. Song. That's Brenda her Song. Name. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't see her as a series mm-hmm. regular online. So I think that she's gonna have the baby next week, and the baby is not gonna be Dean. It's not gonna look <gasps> anything like Dean. And yes. Dean has set up this whole thing to be the baby daddy, and it's not gonna be his baby. That's a good one. That's, that's it. A good one. That's, that's all I got. Mic that's, drop. That's gonna lead him into the arms of Maggie. Make um, you know what I know you want us to be together so badly. She says it like every uh, week. I, I'm keeping hope every alive, week. guys. Hope alive. Uh, yeah, I think that's it, guys. Yes. Wait, can we give a shout out to Dean for his singing? I mean, you know, he was in Hamilton. <laughs> And the fact that we got to experience his voice. Look at all these theater people. I mean, Station hello. 19. Hello. And Jason George did yes. theater. Yes. yes. And you were saying there's like an Indiana connection with his wife. Yes. Tell us about that. Yeah, his wife has an MFA from Indiana University where I went to school. And also, um, just going back to the theater, um, the guy that plays Ryan Tanner. Mm-hmm. I know him very well. Um, Alberto Frezza. I know. Where we were in class he? together. What happened he to is, him? Is he like moving on to something else? I was so upset because um, so I talked and he knew that I was going to be on the show and I was in the episode right after he got killed off. And so I was like, why? But no, really, did he leave to like, did he get like a bigger project or like what happened? I don't know. This was a while ago, so he could have possibly booked something. Okay, okay, we're going to say that. Plus, you never know with Shondala. She'll just like kill you off in a minute. So you just don't know. You don't know. I mean, look at Jason. Like, he's back from Grey's. Like, you can just (laughs) be placed anywhere. Look at my character. I'm a reporter, but (laughs) I could be on two weeks from now. Right, right. Yes, you Back with breaking news. (laughs) (laughs) 
breaking up more homeless camps. Thanks, guys. Okay. Thank you so much for joining us. We we just love you guys. And if you want to continue the conversation, make sure you hit us up in the comments. Like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Uh, find me all across social media at Linda is So Girly. Where can they find you again? Lovely. At Lovely Carol. And you can find me at Say Hi Sahai. Guys, next week, same time, same place. Bye for now. Bye. After Buzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.